Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore, humble caddy, part-time bartender, part-time dog walker, and full-time sports handicapper. We're here every week to provide you with the hot picks, our best selections for for the games now that they've legalized gambling here in Jersey, and uh, we're all going to try to make you, make you a little bit of money every week. After a, uh, a little uh, six, I guess five or six week hiatus, uh, you know, recovering from the football season, but we got the basketball. Basketball is heating up, uh, and we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, to figure out some of this uh, some of the big tournament coming up next week, and uh, and maybe pick some of these conference championships. I want to welcome my uh, my guests, uh, my brother Richard Salvatore is back, the Math Whisperer. It's good to be back. Um... It, it's been nice to have a break. I've taken a break and since the Super Bowl. I haven't made any non-essential bets. What is non-essential? Bet? Well, I have little horse racing here and there, some golf picks because I'm in a golf pool, but no, no basketball, no hockey. But na- now's a good time to jump back in. I love this time of year. I love the tourneys. Clear the head. I like the. Uh, the there are essential. There are essential <laughs> wagers. <laughs> I like that expression, and then we're welcoming a new uh, a new guest to the program, a fellow looper at uh, Bayonne Golf Club, an old uh, old friend of ours from from Hoboken as well. Uh, I'd like to uh, to welcome John Kokinas to the show. What's up, guys? How's it going? And uh, golf is essential. Golf is essential. Yeah. Yes, is yes essential. that is true. Right. <laughs> John is a big uh, NBA guy as well, and uh, and you know hoops is his true. That's what we waited to pull him in. I mean, he's, uh, he's all sports, but but we, we we held off on bringing him in here till the uh, till basketball heated up. At least try to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So, well, you're definitely going to know more than <laughs> than the two of us. So, <laughs> for today's show, it's going to be a little different. We're not going to pick. It's a little tricky to pick the individual games because the, the, the they're playing today as we speak, and then you know we won't know tomorrow point spreads and uh it's a little uh it's it's a wild time you gotta really just you know wake up in the morning and pick the games and then the same thing tomorrow so we'll, we'll be talking about teams that we like in the you know for the conferences and teams we think are gonna uh gonna you know make a showing in the uh in the big tournament the uh coming up next week and and we're gonna uh, we're gonna discuss some of the nfl of course we got to touch on the uh the nfl trades have been crazy and 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 some nba uh, the, the tournament never ever dis- this is the best I, I gotta say has it ever disappointed never no. I love it I love the tournament I think I think you can make an argument that it's the best sporting event of the year just the the, the drama of it and the fact that it goes on for three weeks it's it, it, it's it's a great tournament it's a great it's gambling and and a great event for fans as well oh yeah and ev- I mean everybody with the, with the office pools and the bracketology I mean every single person picks a bracket I mean I think you know it, everyone's gonna pick a 12 seed yeah right. that's right you got to pick some some dogs you got to throw some dogs in there people um, are just talking about I mean it's just so exciting it's, and it's gr- I mean it's a lot of action too <laughs> I love the conference tournaments too get you going for the NCAAs see who's hot see who's not Oh, you got playoffs happen. I mean, these are the playing games are, are fantastic. These little schools win. The, I mean, they get to go to the big, the big dance. Uh, unlike the Super Bowl, which oh, geez, <laughs> we man. could say is a great Jeez. event, but oh, I mean, clunker. You know, I'm going to quote an old Richard Dreyfus quote from an old movie: "The Super Bowl stunk, 
and Jared Goff was the stinky. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was terrible. The Rams' offense couldn't do anything. No Completely adjustments. It was terrible. It was such a lousy game to watch, especially if you're rooting for the Rams. And the defense played great. If you would have told me before the game, they would have held the Patriots to, what was it, 13 points, 16 points? Yeah. I would have thought everything exactly. I had. I mean, all of it. They couldn't do anything I think offense. Sean McVay really laid an egg, man. He's a young coach, but uh, he got really outcoached by Bill Belichick. I don't think Belichick was going to let himself get outcoached again after uh, Doug Peterson handed to him. Uh, two years ago, I mean, it was he gave, just he gave McVay a lot of trouble. Oh, uh, he shut everything down. It was just, it was just boring. I, I don't even boring. mind a low-scoring game. But it's some great defensive plays, some stops. Well, it's just nothing happened. I, yeah. I mean, uh, on top of the pen, the Patriots winning doesn't really, yeah. doesn't make it's it a, any better. About as worse as you can get for us Jets fans. It was oh, terrible. <laughs> what a shame too that call against the Saints because I think if the Saints were in there, it would have been much more interesting. Yeah. I think they Pey- win. I think they I think beat so the too. And yeah. I think Peyton would have figured something out, and and Breeze would have done a better job. But you're right, McVay didn't. No adjustments at halftime, nothing. Yeah, he looked like a deer in headlights on the sideline. He really and, – and Goff did too. It's like they were both staying in the same hotel room and, and <laughs> really getting nervous together. I'm not sure it was overwhelmed. It was yeah. just – it was a terrible end of the season. But uh, that's – and, you know, that there's an example of, uh, you know, the biggest sporting event. But it can disappoint. The tournament, however, will not. It I will am not. fired yeah. up. Me too. You always have exciting games, uh, buzzer beaters, uh, you know, surprise. Uh, uh, Surprising underdogs, teams that make a run, and you definitely have unexpected teams go far. You know, they get you get a, a low seeds go to the final four. Butler for a couple of years got to the final game. You right. see crazy results. It's 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 very, a very exciting tournament. It, it never disappoints. One and done. The better team doesn't always win, so you got to pick either the hot team or the team that matches up better with the other team. It's really a tough tournament to call, and even the smart people that know what they're talking about get it wrong most of the time too. So it's really. Right, right, and a great gambling event. You know, you if you watch the games, you can you can see teams that look like they're resilient and tough, and guys who can make big shots. And sometimes they're teams that, you know, are lower seeds, and you can ride them for a few rounds, and they'll surprise bigger seeds. So you you, you definitely can find edges in in the tournament. Great to use that uh, the live betting option during this too, because you see teams just look. You can you're you know you're watching the game, and five minutes in, you can see you know the kids are passionate, they're emotional. I mean, this is yeah, it's different than the NBA that way where you know they wear it on their sleeves you know what's going on with the team as far as their emotions in the last week you know two weeks are they riding high are they are they losing confidence um or is one are the younger players emerging like I I feel like uh University of Maryland is really going to go far in a Big Ten tournament and could upset a lot of people in the uh, NCAA tournament they're probably going to be a four or five seed but they have uh, a great balance they have Anthony Cohen Jr. who's like a little water bug you can't stay in front of him and they got Bruno Fernando, who's a tough big man, who's going to be an NBA player for sure. And they got two young players that are, are really, really um, exciting to watch in uh, Jalen Smith and uh, Aaron uh, Wiggins. Oh, it's going to be, I, I, I can't, like I said, the games are about to tip off actually as we're recording this today. So as soon as we wrap this up, I will be glued to the TV. But let's uh, let's get into the, let's discuss, we're going to talk about the NFL for a little bit. We'll get into our, our uh, picks for the the basketball in a few minutes. Uh, so much going on with these trades. Wild. I, I can't. I, the the o, Odell Beckham thing was. I felt like it was out of no. I mean, I felt like I the Giants wanted to get rid of him, but they paid him all that yeah. money. So I, did, I, I felt like it was it's out of no. I, I, I can't tell if that, you know, giving the $20 million signing bonus was like a, uh, you know, a way to trick everyone and that maybe they're not going to deal him because you kind of heard whispers that they did want to get rid of him. Um, but it, it, you know, it worked out. I think it's going to work out for both teams. They got a first, a third, 
and they got uh, Peppers as well, who's a nice player. Um, they're not going to be very good this year, so I think you know Odell's seems somewhat of a cancer, and nobody knows how crazy he is. Uh, like the Giants do. Oh, yeah, we were discussing. We just you you hear the sto- the public stories. I mean, can you imagine yeah. what goes on behind behind closed doors? Yeah. He must be. I mean, as a Jet fan, I would love. I'm not a huge fan of the Giants. I would love things not to work out for them, but I think this was a good move for both teams. I think he's going to go to the Browns. He's going to be with his buddy. Uh, uh, Landry, and he's going to have a good quarterback in Baker, young quarterback. Uh, people have lost toss their it. minds over the Browns. They're, they, they're down. They're, they are 14-1 to win That's the insane. Super Bowl. That is the crazy. Browns are I, not I, going no. to win. I wanna, the, don't I wanna, have a new coach? I want to be <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I'd like to be a bookie and just book that bet. Anyone in the country that wants to be, In fact, you yeah. know what? 14-1, to 1, I'll give you 20-1. to 1. Yeah. All the action you want. It's one, it's one of those things. Off of that. Yeah, it's one of those I things mean, that it seems like great on paper. They are loaded, obviously, no and they're going to make the playoffs. But come on, they're not yeah. going to go for my. You just you don't change a team's culture overnight like that. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, I I like as the Giant fans I talked to did not like Beckham and wanted to get rid of him because he's put up big numbers. He, he's talented, but they don't win. They haven't won since he's been on the team. Yeah. So I just think he's one of these guys that another is selfish uh, and and a cancer and yeah. and this kind of guy that you're you're better off without. Another diva wide receiver. You want to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you you hate to give away these weapons, but I mean, historically speaking, there's been a number of these guys, and just you want to win the Super Bowl, yeah. so get, get, you know you might be upset that the Giants might be upset, but it wasn't going to happen with this guy. He's just yeah. a, a nightmare. I agree with you. You even look at like Antonio Brown. If we you know move to that next trade, oh, yeah. he, uh, I mean, he's a cancer too. You know, they they didn't win anything with him there, but they got to a uh, a conference finals, I think, and and then last year he sat out the last game of the, of the season when it was a, uh, a a do or die game for them. Like that's not a teammate. The saga has come to an end with yeah. uh, with Brown, and uh, I guess we'll see how that how that all plays out in uh, in, in Oakland. I, I I mean they're rebuilding, so I, you know who knows. Some of these guys they, too, when they switch team, they they've come out with like a little chip on their shoulder, and yeah. they, you know they, 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 I don't know if you saw he had a press conference this morning. He was uh, talking about how he's out there running routes and oh, yeah. hustling back to every you know every throw and this and that. He's going to change the scenery. Sure. He's a changed yeah. man. I mean, if you look right? at he's it on man. paper, they they gave up. Uh, you know, they they got they got a first round pick for uh, the, you know, the receiver they traded the Cowboys last year, and then they. Uh, give up a third to get Antonio Brown. So on paper, it looks like a good deal for the Raiders, but you're just not sure how he's going to be in the locker room with with Gruden and not that that new team there. A lot of young players. And then uh, and then our our Jets. Uh, we have three <laughs> Jets fans on the panel. I guess we'll call <laughs> us who are pretty fired up. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, barring uh, something crazy, they should be the better team in in New York. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't season. see how they, how they don't. You know. uh, they got a great weapon. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to help the kid, the rookie quarterback, out. Huge to have that running yeah. back. I mean, huge. And finally, we held strong and did not give him. The you know the money that he was looking for there was not any other bidders out there I think I think um, Le'Veon Bell created the Ravens interest really I don't think the Ravens really had any interest in him trying to move his number up he ended up getting less money than the Steelers offered him last year which is crazy yeah it was, so uh, the, the Jets got a good deal they got they got you know for decent not not decent but they paid him a lot of money yeah. but they didn't pay him the money he was looking for. And uh, he's a great player when he's on the field, as long as he doesn't get suspended. You know? Yeah, I like that because now they have money to spend uh, other spots that they need. And I, I agree. I think he's going to help the quarterback out a lot, take a lot of pressure off of him because he's he's such a weapon there that uh, I, I I think he really helps the team. I'm 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 you know I'm really psyched. I'm Me really too. psyched. Yeah. Me too. 
And then, uh, and then Denver's gonna go. They're, I guess they're gonna try the old, the old route of bringing in a washed-up quarterback, yeah, Joey and, Flacco, and manage the before, way right? to the Super Bowl exactly. like they did with the delicate genius Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah. Flacco is. I mean, I feel like he's always been overrated. Yeah, he, I mean, he could toss it. There's no. He's like one of those guys that you know when you get into camp, it's like hard to beat him out for the starting job because he can hit every throw. He can throw it down the field. But when you get him in some situations, especially if he's got people at his feet and he's got to move, he's just he's old and not mobile, and I just don't see it working out in mile high for him. I I mean I I I guess we'll see. I'd give him a shot. I think it's a big step up with what Denver's had the last couple of years, and I I could see him you know kind of working hard and 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 being okay out there. But we'll see. And when when you look at what they did with Manning that year, Manning was not himself at all, and they were able to put together a, a good run and win the Super Bowl. So I've always kind of liked Flacco. I know he has his detractors, but uh, I, I and I like the fact that he didn't complain at all when you know he wasn't playing with the Ravens. Oh, he, handled he sucked like it up. He handled it as a pro. pro. Absolutely. Yeah. So even know, we'll at, even in that playoff game, yes. where he was obvious the, the young kid was struggling, and it seemed like everybody in the uh, stadium was turned to the coach, like, "When are you going to put Flacco in?" And he, he was on the sideline, not forcing, not putting his helmet on like a lot of backup Nothing. quarterbacks do when they think they, they're right. ready to get in the game. He wasn't like throwing the ball on the sideline or anything like that. He was supporting the kid. He was supporting which is, the kid. And, no, and nothing no press, nothing in the press afterwards about him whining or complaining at all. Yeah. So, no, true pro, for we'll sure. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how he does. I hope mm-hmm. he, I, I, you know, I, I have no problem with the Broncos as a Jet fan. I mean, <laughs> if, well, I guess because, you know, we haven't no. been good when they're good, but, you know, we'll hopefully. Since Vinny Testaverde, I yeah, guess. Exactly. It's been a long time. Enough. It has oh, been a God, long time. Yeah. I, that that, that memory still sticks oh, with me. It's, it's the Jets were rolling. They had yeah. I remember that vividly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Blake Bortles saga comes to an end, and uh, and Nick Foles got paid finally, finally. deservedly so. And yeah. uh, we'll see yeah. how uh, how that play. I mean, I mean, he seems like a perfect fit for them. They're the type of team that you don't. He doesn't need to do anything special for them. He just needs to be the leader that he seemed to be when he was playing for the Eagles. You know, the players, the defense always played better. The other teammates always seemed to play better when he was on the field. It's not that he's physically better than Carson. It's just that they seem to play better with him, and I think he'll bring that to Jacksonville. They got a good running game, they got a good offensive line, they got a good defense. So I think I, it's a great pickup. Yeah. I do. You look at them two years ago; they went so far with with not really a good quarterback. So yeah. I, I could see them doing a lot. I like Foles. Yeah. And everybody kind of has their quarterback. I mean, there's a couple teams, I guess you know, and the draft should be interesting. But uh, we'll see what happens with this guy, Kyle. Uh, but uh, he, he, I guess he's a little small. But I think, I think they're tiny hands. I say, <laughs> gonna see how this <laughs> this shakes out. Uh, and then the other Teddy Bridge. I still haven't. I'm confused about what happened with Bridgewater. I, I, I thought he was re-signed with the Saints, but then he's still talking to Miami. I'm not sure if that's. I, I should have checked this morning. I'm not yeah, sure if that's been I, I think resolved. The, I, uh, I think. Well, I think the contracts are not official. Yeah, so I he's think still it, talking to Miami. I think just Miami like uh, Anthony Barr from the from the Vikings was originally committed to be on the Jets, and then uh, he went back to the Vikings, and uh, that was that, that was, was hurtful. It was hurtful. <laughs> we could have yeah. used him too, another linebacker. They they need to fill up a a pass rusher. Hopefully, they get a pass rusher in the draft, and maybe a, a defensive back, and and uh, they need a center. They have nobody to snap the ball to the young kid or give it to Le'Veon Bell We're yet. Spoiled so. with the mangle. I know, I know that guy was terrible last year. Oh, so <laughs> Jeez. bad. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's, NFL's a year-round. Uh, you know, it's, you know the trades have been the, 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 all the talk, and then we have the draft coming up. So it's just never any downtime. Which yeah, it's uh, it's it should a- be interesting. I mean, the Jets are kind of in a spot where they could uh, trade back if somebody is looking to get one of the other quarterbacks. Maybe if the the Cardinals don't take 
the young quarterback there. I don't know there. what the Cardinals are doing. Man, they just drafted one last <laughs> I year. I know. I mean, yeah. he gave up that quickly. And they fired the coach. They hired this young guy. <laughs> he doesn't even, even have a winning season. Co- yeah. I, I don't know, a winning record at college. I don't understand. Everybody's trying to go Oh, young. right. They hired that guru, right? Didn't yeah. He got uh, Ky- fired from, did he get fired from yeah, Texas Tech. He couldn't hold the job at Texas Tech, <laughs> and he's getting an NFL job. Yeah. How does that make any sense? But he's like a quarterback guru. I think that could be a disaster in the making. Well, I think, you know, Sean McVay model, you know, a lot of teams all of a sudden they want the quarterback whisperer, the young guy in his 30s. That's That seems to be a leader and maybe they impressed them in the interview. But, you know, if they're firing their, their coach that they hired last year and they're get already won a quarterback after they drafted one last year there's a lot of confusion in that office obviously you know so it i think the like draft's gonna be in, very yeah. interesting it'd be wild and yeah. uh, i guess uh, and the raiders may end up uh i don't know uh, what's his name from ohio state uh, the raiders are gonna you know they dumped khalil mack and then they're gonna end up with both they may oh, end up with bosa, bosa. bosa they may yeah. end up like working out for them i think uh, I, it depends on who's telling they, they have like eight first round picks or something uh, yeah i mean <laughs> Nick, but you gotta take i think you i mean unless yeah. you really need a quarterback you gotta take bosa's like i, I agree can't, man, I, mean, I agree I, i'm hoping that they they mess up and he slips to the jets that oh, uh, be that, uh, that would be amazing a miracle amazing. i mean stranger things have happened it's true so we'll uh, we'll wait and and see, it'll be it's right around the corner, but we have the we have the we have the tournament to tide us over. Yeah, so it's really the greatest time of year. I can't say it enough. I, uh, <laughs> I and we got the conference tournaments this week again. We touched on it before, and these these are awesome. The why I mean, even the smaller conferences yeah. just turn the TV on. It's yeah. it's amazing. These kids are playing their hearts out just to get you know it's a it's a huge deal to get, go to the tournament you know and maybe win a game just to get there though is is incredible. I mean, yeah. just uh, the, the whole experience of the of giving these bids out to the smaller you know fairly dickinson right yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh it's st it's, st mary's screwing uh, all the bubble teams oh, that uh, was beating a, gonzaga that was the other really day really odd odd you know i don't believe in these fixes etc but i find it really <laughs> odd how bad a big a clunker gonzaga threw up it's, I, it's tough to beat a team three times in one year you know they beat st mary's twice already and they beat them by 40 by yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, so, them, so a little bit of a revenge spot yeah there. You know, and a little they won twenty one straight games before that. So I mean, they have two legit NBA players, and and Rui Hachimura and Brandon Clark. Uh, Brandon Clark's a big time defender, three point two blocks a game or something like that. And he's like six six, jumps out of the gym. They really have a, a, a good solid team. I think can compete with you know the higher level, you know the UNCs, the Dukes of the world. They beat Duke earlier this year with Zion, so they've proven that they can play with the big boys. And I, I don't think they're going to go quietly like they usually do. No, I think this year's just two teams that, that seem to go quietly. I think we're on. A, I think Gonzaga, Gonzaga, and I think Virginia. I know they 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 throw up a stinker every year, but like I feel like they've been on a mission after getting I, embarrassed last year. I agree with you. And I think you're gonna see the two of them make a little bit of a, a more serious run. And it could be Gonzaga's year finally. Just, yeah. You know, they're always Dep- always depends on their drawing. You know, they they, they can struggle against big men. You know, they're, they're two guys or six eight. So they're not like traditional, uh, you know, big man. They have like a six ten guy, but he's not very good at all. So if they ran into like a Maryland or something, had you know Bruno Fernando is a big time, you know, big guy. Um, they could struggle. Depends on the always depends on the drawing that you get. You know, if you're two seed, do you get the hard four or five seeds and stuff like that. So. What do you think, Richard? I mean, I think the, uh, the way you can use that information, I think, is if you if you fill out a bracket and you like a team that's not a one seed, like say Gonzaga gets a two seed, right? If you 
pick them to win it all, you're probably one of very few people who are going to do that. Right. And that, and if they win it all, you're probably going to win the bracket. And right. I think that's a good way to look at these brackets. That if you can find a two or a three seed, right? I, one year I had I think Michigan as a three seed to win it all, and they right. they, they went really far. I was in position, I was able to hedge at the end. Yeah. But if you get a team like that, or even a team that's a bit of a lower seed that you can get into the final four. And I know, uh, you know, a lot of people are all about those first three rounds, picking 12 and 11 seeds. And you can think of those as more tiebreakers. But you can get a, a lower seed into the Final Four or a two or three seed to win it all. You really, you know, can, can have a up leg up. Uh, yeah. That's exactly right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but as far as Gonzaga, I don't know. I don't, I'm still doubtful. I'm still, I wouldn't pick them to win it all. I feel, and those teams that lose early in their conference tournaments, I like to fade them. And they'll probably win the first couple of rounds, but I would almost bet the dogs. I feel like when you get a team like that, and now they're sitting home for a few days, and they sometimes are a little rusty, or they're they're not as sharp when they come in the first two rounds. Right. Well, that that's kind of the their, that conference is bugaboo. They, that was their title game on on Wednesday, so that that really you know even if they they won that game, they would still be resting a long time. Right. Yeah. Right. And, it, and like you said, it kind of can you know put you cold. Sometimes it's better to be like, in these battles in the conference tournament, like the ACC. All these all these teams, you know, Duke, you know, Virginia. And UNC, they're going to have tough games, and they're going to have tough games all the way up to the to the, to the tournament time. So, right, they can keep you sharp for sure. Right, right. No, I like that. I do. I do like playing right up. And 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 then even you know in in the uh, when you have those playing games, if you see a team do well in a playing game, they can sometimes win a couple of days later because they're all of a sudden in that pressure situation. So I like looking at those first couple of days where you have maybe four playing games, and especially right. if the higher you know, the, the, a team that is a higher seed or a team that's played in a, in a decent conference, you can mm-hmm. see them, you know, winning in the, in that first actual round. What are some of the higher seeds that you like this year? Well, um, you know, I, I like Michigan. I, I, I do like Michigan. I think that, you know, that they're a team that often gets better as the year goes on. I really like that coach. Yeah, Beeline's a great coach. Great tournament coach, too. He, he'll bring some stuff to NCAA tournament time. For that short weekend, when you you know you win one game and you got to play the next team two days later, that teams can't prepare for, and he's tough to beat in the tournament time. For right, sure. right, and 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 I I kind of like Duke, although I know everyone's going to like Duke, but I like the fact that they've had some struggles, and the, 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 this guy Zion is supposed to be back, and if yeah. not for the ACC tournament, for the for the Big Tournament, I think that's going to give them a boost, and they you know they have a couple of teams that they've lost to. I like. I like them if they get to play North Carolina at an ACC tournament because I see that as a team they're not going to lose two, three times in a year. That's I agree there. Yeah, especially with Zion if he's well, back. Well, got a break. You know, right, yeah, North right, Carolina right, right. That's got right. That's got a big, big uh, part break. Of it. Yeah. The, uh, the sneaker sneaker incident. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's not wearing sneakers anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Duke. I mean, with Zion back, and I think actually Zion being out uh, the past couple of weeks has helped them. Cam Reddish has really. Uh, stepped up his game and, and he kind of was lost in the beginning of the season he's a top five NBA talent that uh, was not having a great beginning of the season because he kind of was wondering where to fit in with RJ Barrett and Zion kind of dominating the ball but you know Zion was out he stepped up and RJ stepped up so they, they kind of got a feeling that sometimes that can help a team when guys get to play that normally wouldn't or get more of a role that they normally wouldn't and the guy comes back and they're kind of a more full and balanced team 
Um, Absolutely right. Because then when they need these guys in a spot, they're used to the pressure. They're used to playing in, in a big spot. So Definitely. I do. I like that. I do like that. We can. Uh, we're gonna pick. We'll, we'll pick. We'll pick some of the conference. Uh, we'll just you know. Let's pick some of the conference champion. Who's gonna win? Because again, like I said, it's tough to pick the game. I mean, I'm. Well, I'll be betting every single day. Obviously, I've. You know, games are tipping up or are starting as we speak. Uh, but the lines. It's tough to get. The, you know, since we're not doing a daily, it's tough to pump the the, the our picks out every day. Uh, so we'll. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's discuss. Uh, I guess I'll start right off the bat um, in the uh, SEC. I'm gonna take uh, LSU uh, plus five hundred to uh, to win the SEC. They're under. There's a lot of controversy. Their coach is in a, a ton of trouble, and he's asking actually this morning to be back coaching the team. I don't see how that's possible yeah. since I have like <laughs> you know ironclad uh, recording of him you know yeah. recruiting violations. But I feel like the team has been tough this year, and they I feel like they could use this as a rallying point. I really do. I mean. Obviously, losing your coach is a massive blow to the team, but I, I, I kind of feel like it's, you know, Tennessee, I think, is the favorite, and I think they're kind of a little bit overrated. And then I know Richard, took, yeah. who you, you're like the, the second favorite in this. I do, uh, but I do like the idea of picking someone other than Tennessee. I, 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 throw I the favorite out. I, I, yeah. I agree, I, and I think they're a program that they're better this year, but when you get to this time of year, sometimes those programs that take a step up, they might struggle in the conference tournament and in the big tournament. So I'm not a believer in them yet. So I'm, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I like another team in the SEC, but I have no problem with taking LSU with those odds. Yeah. I, I agree with you on Tennessee. Rick Barnes is known to choke in the big spot. So I, I could see them, you know, winning a couple of games and then blowing it to, you know, I, I, Personally, in my picks, I picked Auburn at plus five hundred in the oh, SEC. Yeah, actually, we all picked uh, three different teams in the SEC. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the plus five hundred on on Auburn. Uh, they're they're flying high right now. They've won six out of seven. Bruce Pearl's their their coach, the oh, old yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee coach. coach. I love. They yeah. beat Tennessee the other day in a, in a huge win. Uh, today they they got they're minus eight and a half. Um, I like that game too. I'm, I'm sure that'll be probably being played as this airs, but and I'll be wrong, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I also like Maryland at plus nine hundred to uh, win the Big Ten. I, I do agree with you. I like Michigan as well. But uh, you know, Michigan plus two fifty. I'd rather take Maryland at plus nine hundred. Um, I think they're kind of flying under the radar right now. Anthony Cohen Jr., like I said before, is a water bug, really tough to stop. And they got an NBA big and Bruno Fernando, and they got two really, really good young players. Jalen Smith is six ten freshman is super super talented and I, he's getting better and better each day those are the type of teams that can get hot in a big 10 tournament and really make some some noise in the ncaa tournament i'm gonna roll with michigan since uh since my my, my scarlet knights got bounced yesterday <laughs> they somehow choked away they were whooping the bro well, they were winning beating nebraska pretty much the whole game and then i don't know they collapsed in the end uh so i'm, I'm gonna roll with uh michigan and throw the favorite out michigan state here which i obviously they're always very competitive but yeah. uh if uh, you know, I'm taking Michigan. Michigan's, you know, they're not gonna. They they lost to Michigan State twice already. So I feel like if they get there, they they'll they'll, they'll have, you know, yeah. there's a lot. Michigan State's really really hard to figure out this year. They lost two of their really good players. Um, the one guy that's left, I can't remember his name right now, but he's playing really well. They're just they they've bounced out early in the last three years, which is uh, you know not very typical of Coach Izzo. So you really don't know. I would. Stay away from them as far as you know picking them because you don't really know which way they're going to go. You used to, to be able to count on them, I yeah. feel like, but not the last few years. Yeah. They're, 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 they're shaky, and and I feel like Michigan's not shaky. Michigan consistently gets better at this time of year. I agree with you, and yeah. I, I I like the coach, so I like that pick. I do like that sure. pick. Um, I I like Kentucky to win the SEC. 
Uh, they're, they're plus 180. They traded uh, uh, lopsided uh, 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 you know, uh, outcomes with uh, Tennessee this year. They beat Tennessee big at Kentucky, and then the last time Tennessee beat them big. So I, I like the fact they've already beaten Tennessee, but also they're coming off right. th- that big loss. And it's it's more about it's as much an anti-Tennessee bet. And I also think Kentucky is used to being in this big spot, and I can see them playing well in, in their conference tournament and hoping to move up a, a seat or two in the big tournament. Right. And, uh, and, and in the ACC, I like Duke. Um, you know, they're plus 175. They're, they're not the favorite. Um, I think that's a pretty good price to get on Duke to win their tournament. And, uh, you know, I could see them beating North Carolina. They've lost twice already to them. I, I can't see uh, Krzyzewski losing three times to uh, the same team in a year. And, you know, Virginia, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they do have something year. to prove. But every year they seem and, uh, to choke either in the conference tournament or in the big tournament. And, uh, we'll so we'll see what happens. But if it comes down to Duke, Virginia, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with, with, with Duke in that game. Well, I was all prepped to put my, uh, my, my, my money on Clemson after I had a, a, a nice wager. <laughs> oh, Clemson was up 16 oh yesterday. Brutal, I usually sometimes That's I'll bet the other deal. side and they lost by one and it was a on phantom a terrible too, call. Yeah. The refs oh must have God. had NC State. I was all I don't set know how you to, call that with 10 seconds left. To throw, it was it's such so a terrible. bad already. Yeah. It's you a know, bubble, bubble game for both. Barely starting yeah. the tournament to play and I was already irate. It was a noon. It was an early <laughs> game. I was already like, oh my God. It's going to be an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. And a crying. 16 point lead. It was terrible. Yeah. So we'll see. But Duke, uh, you know, Duke, to get Duke as a second, uh, you know, not as the favorite, I kind of like that. It's a pretty good angle. You know? Yeah, it's a good angle. It's not the usual thing. And I like but the Zion's fact that they're going to play, right? right? He, well, well, they, they, they just they say keep it. Saying, they, they go back and forth. Oh He's going to play. He's not going to play. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot to do with him too. I mean, he's got he, big money. He's on got the- big money. He's got it. I'm sure he's got an insurance policy that uh, you know is protecting him for his you know his NBA career. And I'm sure his mom is in his ear too. It's a lot. A lot of things for a young kid to think about, and uh, and you know mixed with the glory of winning you know in the NCAA tournament. So I think he may. I don't know. I'm sure if he's going to play in the. Uh, in the ACC tournament, they say he might, but I think he's just getting ready for the NCAA tournament. And uh, as a bonus, I also like Virginia Tech um, out of the ACC. Oh, they roll. They they they've been heating up. Yeah, they man. really they really are. They're they're not. I'm not sure. You know, there's a lot of good teams in the ACC between Virginia, Duke, and UNC, like we were just talking about. So I'm not sure if they can win the whole tournament, but they, they I like them to win a couple games. And I also like them to do some damage in the NCAA. They have a big man that can really play, and they have a. Uh, they also have their best player, Justin Robinson, who sounds like he's going to be back for the NCAA tournament. So that could be an interesting, uh, interesting approach. They have a good coach in Buzz Williams, and they should be getting some points. I mean, they'll be getting some of the points in these some of these games. Yeah, against some I of think they're actually favored today, today against yeah, they are. Florida yeah. State, which yeah. is actually going to be a great game. I that's think that's the game of the day: Virginia Tech, Florida State, uh, both evenly matched teams. Florida State's just more of an athletic team, not a great shooting team. Virginia Tech can shoot the three, so I, I, I like them today. And I think if they win, they, I think they play Virginia. I think, I think so, yeah. Right? Which I think be, so. A, 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 that'll be an interesting game. For sure. Because that's an in-state kind of rivalry, yeah. and they'll be getting a lot of points against Virginia. Yeah. So I could see them, you know, if they get by Florida State, which they, you know, Florida State, it might be a tough it, out it, it as really well. Are. So They're at really athletic at every position. They, they can, they can, Florida State can play for sure. Um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a bonus pick, and for my bonus pick, I'm going to pick my alma mater. I'm gonna pick Penn, nice. but it's a, it's here's what I want to do. I want to pick them 
as a first half bet against Harvard on Saturday. Riding the emotions. Riding the emotions. They weren't. <laughs> the now, he, Ivy League. The Ivy League. Now, here's the thing. Ivy League the bid. Ivy League <laughs> didn't have a tournament forever. They were the last holdouts because they pretend like they're all about academics. But Our producer really will not. flag is an Ivy Believe League. Believe me, when upset. I was at Penn, there were some guys on the basketball team who had no show work study job. They would yeah. just show up for their check. <laughs> it happens so at there's every stuff level. like that that yeah. happens. But they decided to have a tournament a couple years ago. But in their wisdom they said well we're not going to let all the teams in the tournament so they only let the top four seeds out of the eight which makes no sense at all but Penn wasn't going to get in they had to win their last three games just to get in the tournament they're the fourth seed they just snuck in but the the tournament's on their home court and I could see them being really emotional especially in the first half against Harvard they'll probably be a dog or if not it'll be a pick so I would say bet them in the first half against Harvard, they played Harvard tough the two times they played them this year. I could see them coming out with a lot of fire. We had to break the news to Clegg that Columbia was not. Will Clegg, our producer, <laughs> went to Columbia. He was a little, uh, you know. A little upset. Yeah, they didn't make little... the tournament, yeah, because they weren't one of the top. Penn actually lost to Columbia this year <laughs> in <laughs> overtime, which is embarrassing. Um, but putting that aside, I still like them as a first half bet. My bonus plays. I'm going to take West Virginia. He's been terrible all year, and they're not going to go anywhere. I, but I, well, I shouldn't say it. But you get today. They're getting 12 and a half points, and if they manage to pull off an upset today, then I would, you know, bet them again uh, tomorrow. But I, I feel like they're finally starting to gel. They were so yeah. bad this year. Super young. Su- so young. They're super they're finally, young. And he's they had a, good a coach. huge win yesterday, and yeah. he's such a great coach. So yeah. I'll be taking them today. And if they manage to upset uh, Texas Tech, I would. Uh, you know, roll with them until they get until Texas they get Tech really out. relies on the three three point could, shot. A, so you yeah, just never you know. know. You can beat yeah. those are the teams you can yeah. beat, and it's a lot. Twelve and a half points today, so yeah. a little uh, little bonus for the day. Maybe tomorrow also. I like that they're an improving team. I like that coach. They usually play a, a gritty type of, of basketball, and I like that against a team that shoots Press threes. Virginia. Yeah. do a little NBA. It's uh, for a sport that I would say is my fourth least favorite sport of the big four. I get so emotional about it because it's so frustrating to watch and to gamble on. And I, yeah. so I guess I do care on some well, level. 82 games in a season. It's tough to commit that same effort every night. So the NBA is really hard to bet on. It's I agree so tricky to bet on. Yeah. I feel like it's a decent sport to bet on live because you get these 20 point runs. I've been yeah. doing that a little bit. I've been enjoying watching the Nets this year. They've been, you know, they're a little just, bit of run. Yeah. Yeah. They've been playing their real full, you know, their team effort, you know, no uh, big star on the team so I have been I have been dabbling it's been as frustrating (laughs) as ever these teams but I know John loves the NBA I do love the NBA I I think it's the greatest league in the world I wish they were you know a 50-60 game season would be great this last like 10 or 15 games would be so much more important. I think your ratings would go up. I think the excitement would go up around the NBA, but they would never take away 30 games from these teams, obviously, for money reasons. But um, as far as the NBA is concerned, I mean, there's a lot of good storylines. You know, you got Golden State, which is usually the dominant team that hasn't been playing that well. You Not got that two- well. They killed me the other night. They lost to the worst <laughs> team. And they lost to Phoenix. Yeah, I, but what the- am I watching? I took them wow, second half. Yeah. What oh, am geez. I? I couldn't. Yeah, I think everybody uh, was pulling their hat after that game, especially if you took the money line or, uh, you know, it was a tough Tough one to watch for sure. Phoenix is not very good. It's amazing because they uh, they were on a you know they a few few years back, but I guess they don't care about their seeding because a few years back they were out to kill every yeah. single team. Well, they've had, they've had a couple like, injuries. Uh, you know, Clay was out for a while, and Durant was out last couple games, and uh, you know Cousins has been working his way back. He looks good, so they're they're still kind of I think 
feeling themselves out, you know. They had a and, big win last night yeah. against uh, Houston without, I think, Durant. Was Durant, did Durant, was Durant out last night? or am I Yeah, he was out. Yeah, they so. beat they beat Houston without Durant last that night. That was yeah. a good game. I, was, yeah. I did, uh, did tune into that. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I guess it's going to be – I guess it's they're them not being dominant probably make the playoffs a little more exciting. Yeah, I mean, especially in the West. I mean, you have some like Oklahoma City. I think is the best team that nobody is talking about. You got PG three, who's an MVP uh, candidate, and Westbrook is an MVP candidate every year. You know, mixed with uh, Adams in there, they're they're a tough team. I think they're going to be a hard out in the playoffs, especially for Golden State and the rest of the uh, the powers that be there. And the East is kind of tricky too because if Boston's been uh, up and down, yeah, up and down. I think they're going to get it together. Towards the end of the season, I, I, he's one of the best coaches in the NBA, and uh, Kyrie seemed to in the last week kind of like take a ownership in some of his issues that he was causing in the locker room, and they seem to be playing uh, much more cohesive basketball. I, I was looking at it, and I'm, I was surprised that the team, the two teams with the best records, are both in the East because I think of the West is much better. And I know I've watched Milwaukee a few times. Milwaukee mm-hmm. looks good, but I agree. I think Boston that if they get their act together yeah. are going to be tough and they might be worth a futures bet at yeah. least to win the East. Cause yeah. I could see getting some, a, a, a good plus number on that. And right. I could see them, them going far. I agree with you. I, I, I love the bucks. I love, uh, the Greek freak. He is the best player in the NBA. I think I thought he was the best player in the NBA last year. Um, but you know they have a bunch of shooters around him. But I, I could see in the playoffs things grind into a halt a little bit, and it becomes more of a half court uh, game. And he's more of the you know the the full court. Uh, you know I can take two strides and I'm already at the hoop type of guy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we've so. seen that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Boston would be more of a grinded out kind of playoff team. And yeah. uh, I could yeah I, I I'm a Nick fan. So as oh, a fan, it's been so hard. So <laughs> if I didn't bet on basketball, I probably wouldn't watch it at all because it's been so horrible. Well, how do you feel about the Porzingis trade then? If you're oh jeez, <laughs> I mean, it seems like there's a retooling every like other year. So I, I, I like Porzingis, but I guess they 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 With had the money I mean, they had to spend. They had the to do do something, and yeah. they well, I you think know, they, they I think they know Durant is coming to New York. And I think they also know that uh, Porzingis was giving them problems. He was uh, not doing the things they asked as far as his rehab. He was rehabbing on his own in Spain or something like that. Uh, he's 7'3", coming back from a serious injury that nobody at that height has ever had. He's also not a rebounder at that height. And he's a shot blocker and he's a shooter. So, I mean, you put Durant next to the KP, I'm not sure you have an NBA Finals team there. You put is Durant, Durant next. Gonna, are they going to screw this up, or is he coming to New York? <laughs> They're pretty much. I mean, it's, I, it sounds like he's coming. I mean, it, it, if if they did this deal and um, they didn't really have a confidence that he was coming here, then there's going to be an issue. They feel sure. like they have it almost iron. It's but almost. I like hope so. They find right a way now. of screwing stuff up. That owner is so bad. Oh, uh, you see, you hear that story? The owner, oh, one of the fans said, yelled more. at him, sell the team, and he had the guy banned. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. If, if he banned everyone over. in everyone who's a Knicks fan who believes that there'd be no one at the at the at arena the because yeah. everyone thinks he should sell the team. Well, what like, a thin-skinned yeah, and he's yeah. a terrible he owner. Like an idiot. Then he backpedaled. He tried to say he was ambushed. If you yeah. watch the video, he calls the guy over. He walked to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over. yeah. I was yeah. ambushed. He is a yeah. mor- just he's a moron. He's the worst. The, the he's fans terrible. right sell the team. Did you see the harem of girls that were following him out of that stadium? Maybe he knows what he's doing. And he does sell. 
<laughs> team is still top 20 well, value. I, I blame the fans. Those fans go, that game go. sells out because I looked into buying tickets. Yeah. You can't even get a yeah. ticket. They're terrible. Ima- you can't even get a ticket, and the and tickets are so expensive. Imagine what happens when Durant comes here. Right. I went, oh, well, that's what they're all banking on this. I went two years ago. They were low, they, they played yeah. Dallas. They lost wire to wire. I go, what am I sitting? What yeah. am I watching? Well, I, I would terrible. go to a game this year. I really like their young players. I love Mitchell Robinson. Uh, he's he. They took him in the second round. He is a freak. He is a shot blocker. He he's uh, um, really active on the inside. He reminds me a lot of Anthony Davis without his offensive uh, prowess. But he was a nice pick, and I like uh, uh, Trier, Alonzo Trier as well. And Knox is kind of actually the 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 top pick that they had has actually been a little disappointing so far this year. But he's had really shown flashes. He's only 19 years old, so I think if you put you know Durant and Kyrie around these young guys. I think you're gonna have an interesting team for the next couple of years, and hopefully I they don't screw flip it up things and around get a real quickly. Pick I would love it. I would when the when the Knicks are good and they have a playoff run, the city gets behind them, yeah. and those are some great years. But you know, back when they had Ewing in that team, yeah, that seems was a long time. Yeah, yeah, it does. A long time ago. It does. it does. I mean, they, they, they if they get the first pick, I mean, forget about it. You know, Zion or even I mean, he may not be the first pick, but you, you know, any one of those guys, R.J. Barrett, Zion, Rui. Uh, this guy Jay Moran on Murray State, they can have a young player mixed with the, the other young players they already have with you know a couple free agents. They're going to turn it around real quick. Right. We need David Stern to come back and fix the lottery like he did for <laughs> you when they said the, uh, he bent the corner or something like that. I thought it was. Card. I thought they put the card in the freezer. It was something like yeah. that. They did something. <laughs> it was back, you used to be able to rig things a little easier. Yeah, right. back now, back now digitally, it's a little, yeah, a little harder digitally now. I know, and there's a lot of. We're still not. Even, we're not going to get into. This, but we still have. We have golf. Has been great. We have. Have baseball around the corner. It's awesome to see on the TV. The I Triple Crown is coming up. The up. Derby preps are coming. Yeah. Lots the of Derby. horse racing. Oh, Hockey is going to be great. Yeah. And then we're the getting playoffs. into the playoffs. Yeah. The yeah. Islanders are are, are compa- I mean, they're 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 yeah. the best team in the in the tri-state area. I mean, everybody shocking. always says that their liver gets hurt around you know Christmas, New Year's time. For me, it's this time of year. It's uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going the, on between the bourbon and the you know Kentucky Derby or uh, uh, yeah. you know these these uh, sporting events, especially the uh, NCAA tournament, usually means drinking beer at like That's one great. one p.m. Uh, yeah, you gotta I love it. <laughs> One thing that does press on with all the uh, other sports bouncing around for soccer, I don't. Is there an end to the season? It seems is like there, it never ends. It's constant. I mean, what is? It's like in a loop. And the it, other thing that's constant is our producer Will Clegg continuing to plug along. He will not back down. Clegg's corner is coming back. I will both play soccer and bet soccer, uh, soccer as long as I possibly can. But is it year round? <laughs> is there any? When is the? Is well, there, the Premier League goes from like August to May, but then. When you know they're off in the summertime, the MLS is going on. I don't really like to bet the MLS, but uh, there, I mean, there's just always some soccer. But the main season, you know, typically for all the European leagues is like early August, early May. All right. Well, we still got plenty of time to lose some more money, I guess. <laughs> Aren't there other? I mean, Americans, we like our seasons. You know what I mean? What do they have other stuff going on over there, or it's just soccer, soccer, soccer? No, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, there's other sports, but people don't pay as much attention to them. Snooker is that where they play that game? <laughs> snooker? I'm not sure what it is. But rugby. Australian big. Rugby's Australian in. rules football. Oh, yeah. see, I heard that's pretty much just Australia, I think. (laughs) 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 All right, so how many picks you got for the the people are upset? You know, they've been they've been fading. They've been on the edge of their seats. (laughs) 
<laughs> They've been waiting for some 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 picks. We, we should say something about how Will has had some success because Will can't talk about this because it's going to seem like. Be, been but he's had some success picks. over the past couple of weeks, and he had a parlay that won yesterday. Yeah, I've been texting he's, you guys some picks, so you know I've actually had some winners. He's had There's some, been some winners. So I would I think upswing. it's time to uh, to jump on board with Clegg's Corner. We're going to get he, all our money back. I Maybe. thought he was texting us in another language. I didn't really know what he was saying. There. <laughs> so I, I've changed my strategy a little bit after talking to some other guys who bet soccer and. Uh, I think what I was trying to do before in just picking individual games is really tough. My new strategy, which has been you know working better, I'm not going to say it's uh, I mean certainly not 100% success, but it's definitely better than I did last uh, during the football season, is to take a couple of like big favorites and then juice and a parlay with like a you know a lot of these games you can have a favorite who's still like plus 150 or something just because of the three options in the bets right. So, uh, like, I won one yesterday, actually, in the Champions League, where it was uh, Barcelona was a heavy favorite, right? And then Liverpool was on the road, and they were a slight underdog. And I just parlayed the two of them together, ended up getting, like, plus 350, and they both came in. So that was great. Nice. So, like, for example, this weekend, there's only five Premier League games. Uh, five of them are postponed because of the FA Cup action that's also going on. So I didn't have a great slate to choose from, but... I want to just illustrate what I'm talking about here. So you've got Liverpool, right? They're playing against Fulham, who are terrible. Liverpool's, you know, in second place, one point out of the league. Liverpool's great, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're minus 385. Okay, so I don't really want to bet them on their own. So I'm going to take them, and then I'm looking down the card, and I see Bournemouth at home versus Newcastle. Bournemouth has been really good at home all year. They're a slight favorite, plus 102. So I'll throw that in there. All right. All right. Now my odds are getting a lot better. They're I like love parlays. Plus one fifty. Speaking my language. Oh, juice it right? up. <laughs> so they're plus one fifty with those two games. Now, if I want to juice it a little further, yeah, yeah, I'm going to find another favorite. <laughs> More juice. <laughs> West Ham, okay, playing against Huddersfield Town, who's terrible, just bottom of the league. West Ham's been pretty good at home this year. They're a little up and down, but they're not going to lose this game to Huddersfield. They're minus one eighty six. So if I throw all three of these teams together, two heavy favorites should win. Yeah, and then, uh, and then yeah. one that I, is still a favorite and I think will win, especially at home. Now you're at plus two ninety two. So basically plus nice. three hundred. Oh, I like three that. Three to one. Yeah, I love it. Great. One of these games. Uh, when when is this? Uh, let's see. These are all gonna. Oh no, sorry. Two games on Saturday and one on Sunday. So uh, you know, I this is my new strategy now. I'm making smaller bets on uh, like a three or sometimes even a four game parlay. And if you if you really get it right, you know you can, you know hopefully the schedule works out in your favor, then you can get you know four of those games in like a five game parlay, and then bet the other way on the fifth game if you know. You can throw in some hockey. It's nice to have that uh, one game after the rest because then you can. I like doing that with a parlay. We have one game after the rest. Yeah, so if you if you can get the schedule to work out in your favor, then the dicey game should come last. Right. That way you can go the other way. Now soccer, little tricky. This happened to me a couple weeks ago where I had a six game parlay. Five of the games come in. Oh, boy. The last game, right, I, I don't know if it's going to come in, so I can't just make one bet the other way. i got to make the draw and the other Oh, bet. you got a double oh, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little tough, but I still want some money that way So because the, the sixth game did not come in in the parlay, so I had to hedge it both ways, and the draw came in, which actually paid better than the other team winning, so it was – yeah, it worked Draw. out. It's so it's so complicated. Yeah. I want to get my money back though. I I, I I like the new I like the new system. I like that you retooled it. I like that you're you know you're committed and you're not. I a, like that. Yeah. I like that. He's he's, he's working, working out. On, he's working on it. He's one one on more it. piece of advice too. Uh, I know I bet a lot of draws, 
and they were not very successful during the football season. I'm no, getting away weren't. from that. But uh, in the in, especially in the English Premier League, I'm not an expert on the other leagues necessarily. Not that I'm an expert on the EPL either, but <laughs> uh, I know a lot more about it. The the teams at the bottom of the table, when they play each other, they tend to like scrap it out, and a lot of those games will end in draws. So if you're looking for a game that has good odds on a draw and you want to bet one of those, just don't watch it. It's not going to be a good game. <laughs> That's great the teams advice. aren't very That's good, and it's yeah. hard to root for a draw. Yeah, it's like kissing so, your cousin. Yeah, right, so right. Just, you know, you it's, bet the draw, even if you throw it into a parlay or whatever, just don't watch that one. I mean, it's probably not on TV anyway because it's a bad game, but yeah, just stay away you from don't, it. Yeah, no, because I've watched parts of games where through you I had the draw, and you don't enjoy it at all. It's like walking a tightrope. Because yeah. it's like we well, want this, and then you want, and it's like you got to stay between, and it's it's yeah, it's well, it's kind of like betting under. So in that way, I guess exactly, you know, equally frustrating. Equally frustrating, yeah. All right, so hopefully this uh, new strategy will be working out a little bit better. We'll keep checking in and seeing how it's going. Ooh, good luck. All man. right, I like it. We're gonna get our money back. All it's all coming back. <laughs> All right, a quick recap of our uh, picks here for the uh, conference uh, tournaments this week. I'm taking LSU to win the SEC plus 500. I'm going to I'm gonna roll with Michigan in the Big Ten plus 250. Uh, I'm taking West Virginia today. They're getting 12 and a half. If they manage to pull up the pull off the uh, upset, I would take them again. They've been, they've been playing a little better, and they're getting a ton of points. They were terrible earlier in the year. Our uh, guest, John Kokinas, is rolling with Maryland in the Big Ten, plus 900. That's a great price for them. Uh, he's going to roll with uh, Auburn in the SEC, plus 500. And and a bonus play is Virginia Tech in the, uh, in the first couple rounds. They've... Uh, They've been killing. They, they, they've, they've been getting things going, so I kind of like that play. And then my brother Richard is going to take Kentucky in the SEC. That is uh, three different choices in the SEC. I guess you can <laughs> you can pick your poison. Uh, and they're plus 180. Duke plus 175 in the ACC. Richard's going traditional uh, chalk here. It's smart play. And the, uh, the bonus play, I like it, in the Ivy League, Penn, University of Pennsylvania, the first half against Harvard, and that game is, uh, when is that? I think it's Saturday at 12 noon. It I'm gets, pretty sure uh, it's Saturday at 12 noon. The Ivy League gets a little be, lost in all the uh, excitement. It does get lost. It games. should be on TV, though. Last year, the tour- I think the, 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 they have a TV package with the tournament. I don't know. It might be on PBS. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be headed down to Disney at that time. Oh, I'm, poor, I'm hoping uh, that they have direct TV on the flight. Yes, I'll, I'll be cheering yeah. for you. We'll, we'll be spending the week yeah. at the Magic. Uh, Brutal. Yeah, oh, the, uh, opening. Hopefully my wife's not listening. <laughs> going to have to bring, uh, you have to get your phone, a couple of backup oh, yeah. chargers for your phone yeah. as you'll be checking those scores. Uh, crazy. And Clegg's uh, Corner returns. We're going to, it's the, the new system, retooled. We're going to do a parlay with, uh, with two Two big favorites. The three teams are Bournemouth, West Ham, and Liverpool. And if that comes in, it's plus two ninety-two. Uh, pretty juicy, like almost it. three to one. Anybody uh, have anything they'd like to to plug? I, I'd like to. This is going to sound strange, but I'm going to plug the date because today <laughs> is March fourteenth, and I'm a math guy, and it's. 
Pi Day, so you know oh, it's it's three. it's a big day for us math guys. So uh, all the mathematicians out there really celebrating, uh, going that's wild. That's right, exactly. Happy Pi Day to to everyone. You can you can eat some pie. You can you know figure out the area of a circle. Whatever you want to use pie. Just but plug happy, pie into your calculator. There you go. That's right. Enjoy those numbers. <laughs> it's never ending, right? It goes it's never on for ending. Infinity. No, they're math guys who are just figuring out pie out to the like billionth place, and they say they're beautiful patterns out there. I think these guys are a little insane, yeah. but you know, it's pie is a big field of study for mathematicians. Wow, I'd rather Still, be betting basketball. I think this looks like a little more, a uh, little more satisfying on these games. I'm gonna plug Atlantic City. I am heading down there. I've gone out to Vegas for the tournament opening weekend, and it is awesome. And I'm hoping that Atlantic City gets it right. I'm gonna be down there Thursday betting on these on these games and I hope for the same sort of you know a similar experience and hopefully we can get they'll get it up to speed because Vegas is awesome this time of year and it'll be incredible if Atlantic City uh, I'm gonna be staying at the Hard Rock but checking out all the casinos and it'd be great if if Atlantic City built that kind of excitement because it's so close if they can get that energy because that is such a great to watch uh, tournament games in a sports book if they get the energy to be near Vegas's level it'll be great have you guys been to the Meadowlands at all yet Oh, I've been out there a couple times. I've yeah, just up. not quite the same. Yeah, it's not quite, quite, it's not quite it. there. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully Atlantic City gets it right, and uh, and I hope the tables are, are, are a little loose. I'll be, you know, <laughs> of course be sitting on one of those at the end of the night, with uh, hopefully with house money. Anything uh, you'd like to plug, John? No? No. Golf season coming up. You ready? We're going to start looping again soon. Yeah, man. April 1st. So hopefully there's no snow in the ground. Set that alarm clock the first uh, <laughs> first week or two is always a little tricky. Yep. And a little dicey of the thermal hat oh, and the, uh, the gloves. Yeah, I got to get back out there soon enough. All right. Uh, we're gonna, that'll, that'll wrap it up for us. We're going to be back next week for the big tournament. So fired up. It's going to be, you know, this weekend's going to be great. It just uh, wets the whistle for the big show next great. week. And there's so much action. We're already missing out on it as we're recording. I'm going to be in front of the TV for the next 12 hours uh, chasing chasing down my money. And uh, I, I, I just love it. It's just so awesome. doesn't get any better than this. It's fun to watch. It's fun to bet on. It's it's Yeah, it's a great – it is a great sporting event. It's yeah. a great sporting event. The, the emotions that come out of the kids, you just can't, you can't uh, replicate that. That's right. It's, oh, it's yeah. fantastic. And uh, we're going we're gonna to come back Wednesday, and I think uh, we're going to probably do – we'll do our brackets. I and mean, we have to – you know, we have to at least have a – you know, in-house comp contest. Yeah, we'll be revealing our uh, our own brackets here. We'll put it up on the uh, on the website. But maybe I'll have Mickey help me uh, make my. Picks. You're gonna have to ship there yours you in from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to hear from you down in uh, down in Florida. But we'll have plenty to talk about next week. I cannot wait. I love this time of year. You got to get up early, but I, it's amazing. When it's gambling related, how I just spring <laughs> right out of bed, you know it's it's uh, you can't uh, you can't beat it. So I, I my only advice to everybody is to set those alarms and get involved. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, please email us at pftypod at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you. You can also join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. 
Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. Picks from the Art Podcast is produced by Will Clegg for Van Voorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.